girl, how are you? Here we are, finally. Good lord. It's been a day, my friend. It's been a day. I can't even get a, uh, um, you to message me back to make sure you're still alive. You could have died yeah, on your so birthday. I have so much going on today. You know, I'm, it's just, it's, you know. So much go- just another day. It's just yeah. another day. Let me tell you, this is what he's telling us people that like, uh, that like the podcast, you know, he's too busy to even let me know if we're going to do it today. You know, every yeah. half hour I'm checking in with a message and no reply. No, 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 nothing. I thought he died. I'm, no, I'm very, I'm look, I'm busy. I am, uh, I, you know, I am the the uh, international man of mystery here. So I had, had a lot going on with work. I had, you know, I missed Nick's basketball game. Today. Good. It's only the second game I've ever missed. Good. I walked in. You should miss more of them. Good. I, 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 well, I will tell you, I walked in. There was only 50 seconds left. And as I walked in, he missed a free throw. And I'm like, of course he did. But he gets the rebound and hits a three-pointer. I was like. He didn't know I was there yet because I literally just walked in the door. But the game ended. They lost by 25. It really didn't matter if I was there or not. So, no, it just, it uh, just uh, was no, probably more poor. more peaceful for everyone else that you weren't there. And, uh, you know. Right. Well, they all noticed because they're like, where have you been? We, we missed you. I was like, you missed me or are you just saying that? Well they, well, they need, the, like, yeah. listen, the game sucks. They need some real entertainment. Right. That clown in the Somebody's fuck, gonna The clown in the bleachers <laughs> so, right, acting a fool, right. you know. Like somebody's got to do that. But, right. uh, yeah, so, yeah, very busy day. My birthday, I'm not even <laughs> celebrating it. I I, I worked till 3.30 in the morning. I slept two and a half hours, and I went right to work today. I'm just getting home. At, uh, another, you know, long, long day. What time is it? Nine? It's, it's 10 uh, o'clock. What time is it? 10, it's o'clock. 10 o'clock. I left my house at 7.30 this morning. Yeah. Just getting home. You know, and of course, you know, I don't have time to make dinner, so I ordered myself two double cheeseburgers. Uh, uh, you know, I just keep it simple. Keep it ordered simple. from where? You know, I, I, McDonald's. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I mean, you it's ordered a cuisine. Cuisine. Did yeah, you? I, I what, went. What do you mean? You DoorDash McDonald's? No, I picked up Nick from the game. We went to McDonald's. Oh, you uh, said you ordered was, like like you. No, he was. He wanted McDonald's, and while I was there, I said, "Eh, might as well get myself two. Mm. You know. Like a gentleman. Cougine, like so, a gentleman. Yeah. Cougine, like a gentleman. Like your sister. But, uh, these, yeah. these patties are flatter than your sister's tits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I uh, did that. Yeah, no, no celebrating birthdays here. I'm, I'm 41 years old. There's, there's really nothing to celebrate at no, this point. It's, so, trust me. You know. it, it, trust me. Ten years later, uh, well, nine years later, and there's nothing to celebrate either. So, there's nothing to celebrate. It, no. There's no. nothing to celebrate. Well, there. I, I, it's like there's, you know, I work. People are happy. But happy, listen, happy. I'm like enough. Enough of this happy. This is right. You know, if you don't have cake, you don't have cake. Don't talk to me. Right, or at least a cupcake with a candle sticking Something. out of it. Right. right. Uh, you know, uh, there, you're well. There has not been a lot to celebrate. We're only halfway through the week of the work right. week here. We're we're on Tuesday. We're not even at through the hump. Uh, right. And there's not there has not been a lot to celebrate. Uh, no. But for for first of all. Football season's over, right? So, for like both, for both of our teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like if your team is in the playoffs, it's done. Both right. of our teams are done. Both of our teams finally, <laughs> finally. I mean, my my team surprisingly fired a pretty goddamn good head coach that was doing a pretty good job. As shocked, I woke two, up shocked. Two winning seasons in a row. Shocked on Monday, yeah, and that first season that that they were calling. 
They at the beginning of the year we were calling historically bad. He made the most. He made more chicken salad right. out of chicken shit than I've ever seen a guy make. But right. I will say, uh, listen. This is Miami Dolphins for anyone that doesn't know, or if you don't care, just right. fast forward ten minutes. We're probably gonna talk, talk football and college football for ten minutes here. Uh, uh, that. This yeah. guy's a winner. This guy's a like right. he's proven he's a good coach, and anyone would be lucky to have him. The problem was right. the more I'm reading about what's been going on with the Dolphins, the more I'm not mad about this firing. He was refusing yeah. to get along with, you know, the his bosses. Uh, he was conducting himself poorly in the way he was not communicating with them. And then I'm reading right. that he wasn't a fan of Tua. Didn't want to make the pick. Was trying to trade for someone else all season, uh, and, and that's all fine. But if you're stuck with the guy, support the guy. Apparently, from what I'm hearing, right. and this may be a key reason why he got fired, is that well, the owner and the GM wanted this kid, and uh, this kid's here. It's what you've got. Like you don't get a choice at this point. You know the right. the. the the ingredients have been bought, bought. Either you eat or you're going to go on hunger strike here. So apparently he has been totally cold-shouldering the kid and does not Which communicate at all to the kid right. unless it's like briefly in a meeting. Now, a kid that's like, you know, confidence is shaking because they're always trying to replace him and he's been injured and all the talk down here is always like, is he a bust? Is he a bust? And your and your coach doesn't have your back. When your coach is tied to winning or losing with you is insane. And to not speak to the kid on any level except when he has to in a meeting is insane. And the fact that that kid still did as well as he did under that kind of bullshit, I'm really impressed. And here's the other thing, and then we'll get off of it. So the kid's like, what the fuck is this? So he calls... Someone who who can, like, one of his mentors. Your boy, Nick Saban. And right. Nick, Nick Saban's like, listen, kid, just, just roll the punches. Let's, you know, he gave him a pep talk. But I think Nick Saban also picked up the phone and called Stephen Ross. And was, uh, you know what? I wouldn't doubt it. And he was like, did. It was like this, yeah. is, this is all stuff I'm hearing. I'm not sure if it's all true. But if it is, fuck this coach. See you later. Go be difficult to get along with somewhere else. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, and look, Nick, whoever they, whoever they hire for my team to be the next head coach has to go in knowing that next year without a question, unless we could somehow seduce Aaron Rodgers to come down here, that Tua is the guy and you have to fucking accept that. And also whoever's coming in here also has to understand this is not a rebuild. If you don't start run, if you don't start winning right off the fucking bat. Uh, you know, your chain's going to get pulled too because this team's built, has been built for three years to, to be competing. And, uh, you know, so the only argument I would make, yeah. the only argument I would make is that for a team that went one and seven, that's a terrible start. And uh, that's enough to get you fired as it is. But uh, to then turn around and win seven games in a row after losing seven games in a row, they didn't. The team did not play hard for the owner. They did not play hard for the general manager. They played hard for the coach. So you either need to find the next guy that's going to inspire that, or right. you know, you need to assemble a better team because 
Uh, that was a hell of a turnaround, but we shouldn't have had to have that turnaround in the first place. So then, then I'm sitting here with a, a proven winner, our coach getting fired. Like nationally, we're getting the laughing stock syndrome here, you know. Uh, but also the fact that there again, not everyone knows all the details yet. And the more I'm hearing, right. I'm, I'm like, and I'm sitting here looking, and your goddamn Giants were refusing to fire this guy, this literally this Fonzanoon, this Fonzanoon right. that's uh, like two years in a row has just been fucking liquid misery. Uh, <laughs> literally, like and, he's horrible, and everyone's like. Everyone was assuming he'd be one of the first heads to roll. And right, right. after Black Monday, which is what they call uh, football the day after the season ends for everyone that's not in the playoffs, uh, is usually a day a ton of coaches get fired. Uh, for him to have not gotten the axe on Monday was uh, just a, a huge bag of befuddlement. Right. Uh, and, yeah, right. I, the only, you, I mean, you did have the GM quit. Well, well, the GM retired, which I think Same the thing GM last week said he was going to keep the coach. He retired, which I think he was a forced retirement, which caused the moron to get fired uh, today. And now, um, well, you, you know, my, my dad told me there's a there's a, the rumor is you know everybody wants Byron Leftwich as the as a head coach. I'm not mad. Which at is it. interesting. I'm not mad at that. Choice. No, I would. I mean, I, I'm he's an offensive it. guru. I think. Yeah. I think he's an offensive guru. I, I I will go back to what you said though. I'm not sure that uh they that the guy uh the guy quit because he wa- he was done. He knew he didn't want to do this again. Right, right. It wasn't he wasn't given an option of quit or get fired because I would. Yeah, I don't think so. Every everyone would say, "Well, then fire me," because by firing, if you quit, you're giving up the rest of your contract. If you get fired right. on those on those levels on those executive levels, that's just guaranteed. Right. Why would he? Yeah. Why would he choose to not earn another, four, you know, four to ten million dollars or whatever hell an ex, exec makes, uh, if if he didn't, you know, really, really, really want to go, if he wasn't really, really done. Right. So that that argument to me didn't float. That it was like, oh, he was given a choice and to save some face. I'm like, I don't mind a little egg on my face if it means ten million more dollars in my pocket. You know, that's, I would gladly take. That, yeah, right? I'd I'd be embarrassed all day long. Uh, you know, right. but for that. So, yeah, so that yeah. so so I think I thought I thought maybe they were like, well, we don't have to fire this guy yet. Let's hire a new GM and he can decide what he wants to do. And that ma- made a little sense to me. But then they fired him anyway. So screw it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're both out there looking for new coaches. So then. So. So then last night, your your team. uh disappointed your your college team jesus that was a disappointment uh, it was a hell of a it, it became a hell of a game for three quarters it was really kind of like a like it a was def- a bad game for it was it was bad well it, i wouldn't say it was bad it was a hell of a defensive battle and if you're into that i'm sure but when you when you are watching college football you really want you really want the 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 fireworks you want the offensive right. you want the shootouts and the whatever and we thought we were going to get that and and uh we sort of got it really at the tail end, but uh, but for th- a solid three quarters of football, it was like, it was just like field goal city, uh, and uh, right. and yeah, anyone who took the under was sure to to win their bet, uh, but right. but uh, your boys didn't didn't come through. I thought at one point what, it was like early in the late in the third, early in the fourth, 
when they when uh, Georgia turned the ball over deep in their own end zone or deep in their side of the field, right? I thought that was it. I thought Alabama was going to get the quick score, take the lead, and kind of put their do what they do, which is put their their foot on your neck and and not let up. But Georgia, man, yeah. they fucking that kid was you know that kid was manifest destiny. The the, the quarterback. Uh, well, I think two things. Let's not forget Alabama had two hundred catch receivers out. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's, but let's, let's just get that well. Out of the way. Hold on a second, though. But you get but in Alabama, the next man up is starting on any other team in college. Right. But th- so, those freshmen did not come through. They dropped a lot well, of easy passes. Well, that's well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. It's, I think Georgia's defense is absolutely fantastic. Oh, that was like, that was next now, level stuff. Now here's the thing: they lose pretty much everyone this year. They're all going to the pros. You know, they got a lot of they got a lot of guys that are going to go pro this year. So it's like they're they're going to be depleted. I'm sure they got a great backup, but well, that's okay. Defense, I mean, but. that's they won a championship. It's not like you're yeah. In in these leagues, you're you're not supposed to win every year. It just it no, started right. to happen with some of these teams. But you're really not supposed to win every year. And especially, like in college, the turnover, how many kids play more than three years on the team anyways, let alone. Right, right. You know. Now, now Georgia, I think, starts off next season with Oregon first game of the year, which is interesting. Well, Oregon's going to be, I feel like it's sort of a rebuild thing for them. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But, you know, you know it's a big, big high profile game. Because the game Canes, one, you know? Canes took their coach. so And, pro- right. and probably a couple players are going to come over through the portal. From there, right. Uh, speaking of portal, uh, someone told me eight Alabama kids uh, registered for the portal today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. You know, a lot of those guys who are five star players, they may never see the field because they have three five star players in front of them. Yeah, so. that's what I. That's what I. T- I think it was Adam that sent me the thing. I said, "Yeah, guys want to go. Guys know they can start somewhere else or sit here and maybe senior year, maybe right. win the starting job." Right, well. Cincinnati's running back came from Alabama because he was like fourth in the depth chart, but he's like a five-star running back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to play. So he went to Cincinnati. Right. You know, I mean, but this double cheeseburger, by the way, is phenomenal. <laughs> I just have to tell you that. I was back. I haven't to... eaten today. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, it's I'm... McDonald's. I don't, I mean, it, it really must be that you haven't eaten all day because I haven't eaten all day. No, because it's, 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 it's fucking McDonald's. It's let's not. Let's not get crazy here. Well, it's nice, it's hot, it's fresh, but yeah, I've been eating all day and I'm I'm really starving. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny yeah. was last I was watching that Alabama game, and it even came through. I think you were talking to me about it while we were watching it. It was like, like you're kind of like at the point where we win so many. Like if we lose one right. or two, well, eh, you know, like it's right. not it's not yeah, life it's or true. death for like Patriots fans or Alabama fans. They they go to yep. the big. They go to the championships so much that it's like, eh, okay, so we lost this one. Where most right. most most schools, it would be like, oh my god, we finally got here after forty years, like Georgia. Right. You know, could you right. imagine right. get go get? Yeah. It took forty years to get there since the last time you were there, and and uh, and you lose. <laughs> it's like, oh no, yeah. we suck again. <laughs> Is it going to be another 40 years, you know? But it, right. Alabama, and, yeah, it's, with Alabama, and then it's like, like yeah, all mean, right, next year, yeah. then the year after, we'll, you know. Uh, right, right. There's always, right. It's now, not It's not that track. 18 championships later. I, right, okay. right, right. I, I Listen, yeah. I, I, I hesitate to say this. 
because Nick Saban is uh, enemy number one, like fucking enemy number one down here in South Florida because he's a he was a liar and a sneak. He was he lied to the entire fan base, the owner, everyone saying, I'm not going Alabama. I'm the Miami Dolphins head coach. And then basically kind of just snuck off in the middle of the night. Uh, and went to Alabama. Now it was obviously he went to get milk and never came back. Right? Yeah. Uh, he uh, obviously was the right decision because whatever, forty-eight championships <laughs> later or whatever he has, he's like. I mean, that guy is the unofficial. What when you say he's like the unofficial like uh, emperor of Alabama? Like I, I don't. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. Donald Trump says he could shoot a man in the middle of Park Avenue and yeah, get away right. with it. But Nick Saban, in the middle of that Alabama campus, could execute one of his players, and and nobody would blink twice. You know, nobody like, would say shit. Nobody would say shit. Uh, right. He's the king of Alabama, which you know, I mean, it's still Alabama. It's like you know, big. It's still small pot right. shit, but uh, but it that's a big program there. So I will say, I will say this: I begrudgingly can accept the fact that he is the greatest college coach of all time. I mean, right. it's proven. Uh, so I, I, I can hate a man and still give him his fucking flowers. So I will, yeah. I will say that. And I also say that he seems to have like kind of mellowed out and been a little. Maybe it was because this game he lost to like his best and most loyal assistant coach who went on mm-hmm. to do great things. And he's kind of like in a in a devastating loss. There's a certain amount of pride in what he created right. and. That this is like, you know, like an extension of me as well. So if I'm going to lose to anyone, like this is the most palatable thing. And then I saw like the kids were getting interviewed and Saban was sitting between them and they were getting up to uh, to leave. And he had them sit back down and he did this. I mean, it was really kind of like like what a good coach would do. He was like, these guys are incredible. There's no, no blame on them. You know, this is just, it just wasn't our night, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to make the kids feel better and to do it in front Super, of them. Yeah, right. All Super the, classy movie. All the cameras and whatever else. I mean, he, Nick Saban was a class act the entire game in, in a defeat uh, with his kids, all of that stuff. The problem is that I've, I, we, I also know the, the other Nick Saban uh, where when he was with the Dolphins, he like, maybe he, it, yeah, but the Dolphins can make anyone miserable. No, 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 no. He was a piece of shit. Like <laughs> you hear all these, like the radio guys down here talking about having to deal with Saban's like number two guy who ran around the office, making sure people didn't make eye contact with Nick or didn't speak to Nick. If Nick wasn't speaking to them, uh, like kind of like one of these little tyrannical things that, uh, it's like you would bring from college with you because you in college you coach on out of fear and uh and uh and they have to do what you say because you hold their whole future in their hands we're like in the pros everyone's a millionaire and everyone's a professional and you can't operate that way now i'm not saying he acted that way with the players but in a office full of executives and assistants and people that help the organization chug along you can't treat people like that you can't and uh, again he was very smart he was one removed it was very mafioso where he wasn't the one berating people for looking him in the right. eye it was his it was his little trigger ban uh but i mean the man was operating under 
under instruction. I mean, it was he wasn't running around there unchecked, and then Nick found out about it and said, "Oh no, you, this but, is un, you know." No, he was allowing right. it. He was uh, if, uh, encouraging. But, but it. I'll tell you this: like, if you watch Saban over the years, because he does seem like he could be an asshole. But I watched like the last couple of years some of the behind the scenes stuff. He's almost like he's lightened up a little bit, what? and maybe it's it happens. Maybe it's I mean he's, he's winning. Maybe it's because he's going to retire soon. Well, I, I don't know what I, it is. I, I but think that he's you can see it. He's proven everything, so there's no right, right. Pr- there's no pressure. He's not he's not constantly on a hot seat. They right. will never fire him. I no. mean, you know, they will never ask him to leave. He that job's his until he. It's like Joe Paterno. That job's his right. until he wants to go. Um, so right. maybe the, all that alleviates a little the stress and makes you a nicer person. And I, I, maybe dealing with kids is is uh, uh, you know, some kind of fulfilling thing for him. You know, like mentoring and having all right. these people in the league that keep in contact with you and you see all your successes. I I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I still. Listen, he's still to me a piece of shit. He a liar. So, so here's liar the question. Speak. Yeah. Here's the question. Yeah. Nick Saban. Uh huh. Or Adam Gase. As what? Who is who is the worst Dolphins coach? Oh no, Gase is. Well, I don't think it was even. It might not have even been Gase. It may have been uh, what's his name before Gase? Uh, but out of them two, oh, you Gase- had to choose one. Gase is a, a terrible coach. Saban didn't do and poorly here. Sa- Saban didn't do poorly here. He made a bad decision when he didn't get uh, Drew Brees when he went for Dante Culpepper. Right. That was the mis- that was the mistake that eventually sent him away. Because if he had had Brees here and we were winning uh, playoff games and going to Super Bowls, he he would have probably stayed here a decade. But uh, right. But uh, uh, yeah, he made a bad call, and it 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 accelerated him leaving. Uh, Gase wasn't a good coach. I mean, I can at least say yeah, Saban's a good. Weird. I would say weirdo. Saban's a good coach. I just think he he was a piece of shit because he left us, you know, and the way he handled right. it. Even like, listen, you're entitled to leave, <laughs> but either honor your contract and leave after, or do it where you're not lying to everyone's face for three weeks. Right. Like he literally was like press conferences, meetings with the boss, uh, you know, out and about in town. Anyone, anyone who, whose eye he could look into and lie to during that three weeks, he was doing it. So that's, you know, it's not like he's protecting spoilers on a movie here, you know, you know, it's just, well, so, so your team lost, but like I said, like it didn't even feel like you were really wrapped up in the game. Like you're like, ah, eh, okay. If we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. Uh, which is like a sp- very spoiled attitude uh, to have. It is though, but it's but, but it's, it's the truth. I but really it's like, nice. It's the truth. It's nice to have it. But on the other hand, anyone that was rooting for Alabama to lose because they're just trying to rib you, the ribs on them because uh, because of where you live and. Your work, I think you get. Aren't you getting a bonus <laughs> because you're selling? Well, I mean, you're selling yeah, more. I mean, you're b- more Georgia right. merchandise. So it's like you lose. It's like you win, you win. You lose, you still win. You you still won. You know, I still won. Right, I won last night. Right, sure, yeah. <laughs> you right. Like if you had to choose, maybe you would have even rooted for Georgia to win this game because it's like, like Alabama winning doesn't really get you payday. <laughs> 
Well, no. So the funny part is, is that you know, at work, everybody is just you know, you know, they, you, you got your fa- you know, my my business partner, I would what we call him. He he's a Michigan fan, so for him, he was the same way two weeks ago because he's like, look, I'm a Michigan fan. God, I want Michigan to go to the national championship, but. Georgia's going to make me and you money, pal. I was like, oh, I know. I know it is. So, you know, so there's that little bit of like, look, if there's one year we have to give up the title, let it just be this year. Cause, right. Because it's because it's because it'll money pay in off. The bank. Right. It'll pay off. Right. Right. So right, the, the so, rib. Uh, so the ribs on everyone else, because it's like anyone that was like totally trying was like trying to like give you the business about Alabama losing. It's like, well, OK. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's bonus time, baby. So like like last last night I had to go to work because we opened. For the uh, you know after the game to sell the merchandise and and people were like razzing me like oh roll tight I was like guys like uh, I'm winning here I'm winning like I'm winning either way so I'm actually winning more this way than I would be if Alabama actually won yeah so it's okay it's not that big you were saying the, the the place was slammed too right it was very busy you know just people love their the Georgia's fan base for all sports is pretty good even for the Falcons as shitty as they are. People are hanging in there. The state, the Falcons games are still packed. Yeah. You know, people are hanging in there. They're they're not happy with the team. They're not happy with Matt Ryan and you know that. But you know, it's just that they support the team. the The soccer team here. I don't even watch soccer like that. And everybody's like, you got to go to a soccer game. The support from the city is insane. I'm like, really? It's like, yeah. When they won the championship a couple of years ago, it's like it was like a huge deal. I was like. You know, Georgia Atlanta fans, especially, they're you know they're pretty good fans. They're not they're not a bad fan base. So uh, it's pretty cool because I got to experience the Braves and Georgia this year, uh, winning championships, living in you know in this in this town. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool for sure. Uh, you know, I, I think you know, I think back like Marlins winning the World Series. You know, obviously we got to live through that. You know, a couple times. Which was which, which was cool, but you know, even so, the Marlins they can go a whole season drawing nobody, and they get in the playoffs, and then obviously they start packing the house because Miami fans are fair weather. The uh, heat, the heat, the know. heat's a little better. The heat, the heat have good fans, yeah. So they do, and even still now, I mean, the heat people go to the heat game. Uh, we got to live through the Panthers. They went to the Stanley Cup, right? Nineteen ninety six. Was it? It was a while ago. Yeah, but that was cool. I mean, you know, it's cool to see the when they, were, they made the playoffs. They were throwing the uh, rats on the ice. Rats on the ice. Now I have some of those. I I have some of the rats from the games. Yeah, what were they? I, I kept. Were some. they were they plush or were they like rubber? Ra- they were rubber. They oh. were rubber. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Some like like if someone threw one and you got clocked in the head, you'd be in, you'd be in hurt in some pain. Yeah, like it would, it would hurt for sure. So. Yeah, I mean th- those those things, are, and I love hockey. So you know, uh, I tell everybody best sport to watch live is hockey. It's better than football live? Do you think yeah. or no? Uh, I mean, yeah, because it's football's a lot of start stop. Right. So without but like you know why, why without better, right? without the commentary and the replays and everything right. else, it's it's really it, it, you feel the start stop a lot more. Uh, and uh, you're kind of further back, so it's harder to see everybody right. and what's going on. Hockey's you're, you're really it's more intimate. Yeah, sure. yeah. And you it, know what the best part about hockey is? Well, it's air conditioned. 
it's air conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. You go <laughs> you're, to a, you're sitting in a, in a you, cold arena, dude, you go to a dolphins game at the end of September and you're on the visitor oh, yeah. side. You are going to get cooked for three hours. You are going right. to absolutely, you're going to get home and you're going to have, you're going to be bright red for four days and you're going to have these weird tan lines and, yep. and, and cause you're sitting in those seats. It's going to like what, you know, what gets sunburned the worst are your fucking shins that never, cause usually yeah. when you're out in the sun, those are kind of covered by the shade of your own body. But when you're sitting facing the sun in those seats, those shins, yeah. your knees and shins get cooked. So, yeah. I, yeah, I went to a Dolphins-Packers uh, game once. I always th- And I got more sunburn than if I went to the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're like, it's like you're, because you're, you're, you're not moving around. You're stuck right at, you, you know, you're, right. you're not going in the water. You're not getting in shade. You're sitting in a chair in the sun. Uh, especially, like I said, especially on the visitor side. Um I always think of when we start talking about sitting, going to a Dolphins game, I always think about, remember the stink, absolute stink Jackie made when uh, Jim Winters took that picture of him and Jessica sit, yes. sitting in the stands watching the game? And like they, you know, it was a very uh, unflattering picture, both of them, uh, you know, because you're like, you know, it's like, you know. It'd be like you and me now, two right. fat fucks sitting in the sun, sweat. Like we're just two fucking mad. ten gallon piles of fucking melting ice cream is what they looked like. He was he was <laughs> mad he was mad because Jessica was upset, and uh, and you know then Jessica was all upset about it being on the fucking Facebook. And I, I can under I can understand a girl being upset when an, there's an unflattering picture of them up there and they can't. They can all they can do is untag themselves, you know. But it's still out there. I get it, but it's you know right. whatever. It's like it's like like I've never worried about an unflattering picture of myself, but I'm not a girl either. So uh, right. yeah, Jackie went on a tirade with him, and and Jim was like, "Fuck you! I, it's a great picture. It's staying up." He's like, "I'm gonna enter it in a contest and all this other." And was just pushing every fucking button with Jackie. Uh, that may have been yeah. that may have resulted in an unfriending from Jackie. To tell you the truth, he may have unfriended Jim that day. I think they did, and like for two years or two and a half years, he didn't talk to Jim. And then we we went to the uh, the Dade County Fair the night that uh, not NXT but FCW the predecessor right, NXT was there, was there and uh, Jim just happened to be there and bumped into them, and they him and Jackie kind of made peace and hugged it out. And Jessica wanted, still wanted nothing to do with him, was still all mad about it two years later. That's great. <laughs> uh, I think she was wow. even like, like even at the, the whatever, the funeral, the remembrance or whatever we did that day. I know Jim showed up. I, I don't know if she at least, uh, for the sake of the day, uh, at least was nice to him. But uh, I know he was there. So, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I remember that he was he was pretty pissed at that. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, this is actually it's funny because I was reading good segue here because it it uh, <coughs> it, it kind of reminds me of of, uh, of you and Jackie maybe a little bit. Oh, so I see CM Punk tumultuous on a Twitter rampage about people meeting him in an airport asking for an autograph, and he's like, that shit needs to be cut out. There's we're still in a pandemic. Uh, 
So he's very upset that people in an airport are approaching him for an autograph and because uh, we're in a pandemic. And someone posted a video of him jumping into the crowd and said, this you? <laughs> he, he, he went on this whole rant on calling the guy a cunt and, and whoever the guy is is a verified guy. And he went on this rant of calling this guy all kinds of names that everybody was vaccinated in. And he's like, the guy's like, yeah, you jumped into a crowd with no mask on. Like, and you're worried about people getting autographs. Like, maybe you're just a dick. Yeah, no, uh, he was, he's okay. He is absolutely just being him. He used the pandemic as an excuse to be, <laughs> to, to be like, I hate taking pictures and signing autographs. Trust me. Right. The, the whole time he was in WWE, when me and Jackie were still going to WrestleManias for, I, you know, right. like fucking eight years in a row or whatever it was. I was lucky enough that every time I bumped, I think three times I bumped in a punk and three times I wasn't an autograph guy at that point. I was just like, ah, if I bump into people, take some pictures, it's vacation, it's fun, whatever. Yeah. Every single time he took a picture with me, he never looked thrilled to do it, but he never put up a fight with it. But I, I always laugh because I like, t like you hear the thousands of stories from people of what a dick he is. He doesn't right. want to take pictures, whatever. I'm like, they, and I always laugh and go, oh, that's funny because all three times I ran into the guy, he took a picture with me. Uh, but I, it may be also the fact that we were in like the WWE hotel and that uh, a couple of those years, they would rent out the entire hotel. So uh, if you were in there, it was because you were either working for the company or you were friends and family or something. So when you right. get when you get people in a in a in a basically fully booked hotel or at the after party, which is like you need a wristband and everything, it's even more like confirmed that it's friends and family that you're more willing to like indulge in those things than if I've never I never got him at an airport. Fuck that. I don't I, I would know better. I He's too much of a curmudgeon to. uh to ever want to yeah like, i kind of feel like he was like you know like like last episode get off my lawn yeah That's yeah yeah, I yeah like. I, he's all, that that whole thing was just an excuse to to kind of like publicly tell people don't ask me to stop at an airport and right, give right, you the time right. of day yeah, it was kind of, i think it's kind of pretty pretty shitty if you ask me it is especially if you're being a baby face right now right like right. if you're a heel I, perfect tell everyone to go fuck themselves it's your gimmick anyways, but if you're if you're being a baby face on camera, I, I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, don't don't tell me you're right. afraid of cooties at this point. Like the guy said, right, is right, this right. you, you know? Uh and uh yeah, that's it's ridiculous. Like I love how right. I like how in, in, when you were telling that it's like it's like he he gets called out and that's when he really starts to get abusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're... yeah, I mean, the guy literally was like, this you? And he's jumping in the crowd. And then he's like, you know, that, then he starts to get angry and he's right. making up all these excuses. And Right. Oh. It's like, brother, you dug the hole. Just fucking pull the dirt in over yourself. Don't dig it deeper. Yeah. 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 I mean, but and he always looked like it. I, I, so I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever told the story. So I was on a show with him back in, you know, pre-WWE days, CM Punk. Uh, like MLW days? Cole Cabana. This was actually FIP. Uh, I had worked Vordell Walker that night, but Punk was there. He got there, took a whole bunch of chairs, like from the locker room that other guys were going to be sitting in, took them all for himself. He gave the total Siato treatment for himself, sets up like a boundary, goes into this dark corner, 
and literally speaks to no one. Like, doesn't want to talk to anybody, doesn't shake hands, doesn't, like, he's a total, you just tell, he's a total fucking prick. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and it's the same night I know Billy told this story where he, he, uh, like wanted to ask, had somebody asked Billy to give him a ride. And Billy's like, well, oh, like Billy's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, I'm not giving you a ride anywhere. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to ask me yourself. You know, right, right, right. man about it. But, uh, yeah, he was just totally like just standoffish. Oh, was it? Did he tell everyone. us that at, at La Tub? Or did he tell on the podcast? I don't remember him talking on the podcast, but maybe he did. Uh, I don't remember. He was standoffish to, to Billy Fives, which nobody's standoffish to Billy Fives. So he was, uh, yeah, but he was just, he was like, he was a prick. And it, like my first, first time I ever met him and I was like, and I didn't even really meet him because he didn't introduce himself to anybody. But I was like, this guy's a fucking prick. Like who does that? You know? And especially in the wrestling business, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, I've, I've worked with some pretty big legends who shook my hand, you know, introduced themselves and hung with the boys and, and acted like they were part of the, you know, the show. Right. So to see, you know, just Punk was just a dick. He was a dick. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, sitting in a dark corner being a dick. Well, apparently nothing's so, changed. You would think uh, uh, right. absence makes the heart grow fonder and him being away from the business right. for a few years maybe had a little retrospective look and was like, oh, I could be nicer. But it doesn't sound like right. it from, this, from Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. So uh, speaking of pricks. Um, uh-huh. I no, not Blake. I uh, <laughs> I was on my TikTok and uh-huh. a video comes up and it's Vito Lagrasso, Big Vito. Oh god, who, I hate that guy. He has he's blocked me from every platform. I'm blocked on everything, and I uh, I said that's weird. I'm I can see his video, so I clicked the page and thought maybe he unblocked me. I'm still blocked, but the video came up on my for you page. But I can't see any other videos on this thing, and I was like, "Oh, he blocked me!" But I can still see that video. It was very odd. That is strange. But, uh, I'm still, I'm still blocked. I'm still blocked. I thought it's you were gonna bad. say it was his like wife's account or something. No, no, no. He's <laughs> blocked me. Uh, he blocked me because uh, when I was wrestling, when we were Slambinos, and I don't know if you even you may not even know this story. He had gone behind my back when we were supposed to do this WGN America. He wasn't part of it. Howard chose me and Francisco Siazzo and Disco Inferno, good friend of Ben Temple's. <laughs> and uh, he he had picked us to do the Slambinos, and Vito wanted in on it because it was national television. Well, Vito called Howard and tried to bury me. He didn't bury Glenn. He didn't bury Frankie. He buried me and said, oh, he's awful. He'll never be a part of this. People won't, you know, this, that, the other. Howard calls and tells me. Of course. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he, you know, I said, oh, fuck that motherfucker. We went at it. You know, he blocked me on everything uh, because Vito gave me an ultimatum of if I'm not in this and you do it, like, you're dead to me. And I'm like, how are you going to give me that ultimatum, dude? That's pretty fucking ridiculous. I have an opportunity to be on TV, you know, in 81 million homes. Right. You want, you want me to well, f- put my uh, yeah. put my success on the line for to make sure. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like. I'm not giving because you're not a part. Yeah, like you're not giving Howard the ultimatum. It's like if you don't use veto, I'm not working. That's fucking ridiculous. Right, right. I, and I would have never said that because you, you know what? As a point. as someone who, who's you've booked shows, I've booked shows. 
When mm-hmm. someone comes to you and says that, it's a blessing because now you've given me two people I don't have to use. Two people I don't have to pay. Two people I don't have to fucking worry about. It's like, okay, if I don't use him, you're not going to come? Sounds good to me. Every time I would do that. Because I'm always, right. it's always like, there's always somebody that, that wants a spot that I don't have room for. So I'll, there it is. There's room for someone else now. Uh, that's that's insane. Yeah. I'm not, I, right, right. it's funny. I liked Vito, but he, he really fucked up. He fucked up with me and I was like, fuck it. And I just blocked the shit out of him uh, everywhere. Right. And, and like, I think I did see him pop up on, on TikTok and I immediately blocked him. Cause I was like, I just don't want to see his bullshit. <coughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't Blake pull up an old uh, thing the other day where Jackie made a, a joke about uh, like the lawsuit or something. And Vito saw it and made a comment. It was like, yeah. it's like you yeah. don't you don't know anything about it. You're a you're a great fan. He used to always say that when he would like to try and shit on someone, be like, "You're a great fan," but he always spelled "your" wrong, <laughs> which made it right, like, right. which like took half the sting out of the insult because you know it's like you know when when something's misspelled, it 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 always fucking takes or the the grammar's wrong. It always takes the real. The real punch out of it for some reason. I don't, maybe it's because it's like, oh, this guy's a dummy. You know, I don't have to worry about his right. him, him him saying anything. So, yeah, uh, it's funny. Right, right. So, so it's funny they're talking about him in the middle of this conversation. Jojo just sends me a TikTok that I can't see because I'm blocked. Mm-hmm. It's Vito, so he screenshots it and sends it to me. Vito is making a push to be in the Royal Rumble. For the company that he just tried to sue for all that kind of money, right? Put them through a legal battle for years. Now he's trying to get in the Royal Rumble. Like, what a fu- you fucking out of your mind, right? Like, you gotta be out of your mind, you know. But anyway, I, we, we, we're too, yeah, we're done talking about him. He's, <laughs> he's got enough airtime. It was funny. I was, that guy. I was, I was thinking about. Uh, we were talking about old WrestleManias and stuff a little while ago, and I it, it reminded me that I. Uh, only reminded me because uh, I was thinking about it earlier today. Uh, I saw um, uh, Luke post a video of the first time he oh. he met, uh, or or maybe it was a, the I was the first, the last, or every time he met a Bob Saget. And uh, right, me and Jackie were at that thing, and I think that was the first time I met Luke. It was either uh, Houston WrestleMania uh, or. The Arizona one, they were back to back years, uh, and there was a Dragon's Gate show, and at that Dragon's Gate show, uh, I mean, I guess Luke was at it. Um, I think Daniel Bryan and and uh, Tyler Black and uh, those guys were at it, um, but uh, Bob Saget was filming some show called Strange Days, and this episode right. was about wrestling or something. So we, it was funny. I just remember, like, uh, I think me and Jackie talked to Luke out back after the show, but uh, but we were trying to like, we were trying to like accidentally bump into Bob Saget uh, to uh, to get a photo or something, but we never. I you know he was kind of like because it was a TV production, he was kind of like sequestered away when he wasn't uh, uh, out there filming stuff or whatever. Right. But I think I don't remember the show at all. I don't remember anything that happened on the show. Uh, I don't have a memory for that. Jackie does or did. Um, right. 
But I, I think Saget did something in the ring. Like not I don't think he took a bump. He did. But No, he didn't. Oh, you you remember this thing? I do, yeah. He he didn't he did a like he got into a Moxley. Uh oh, oh, he was at the show too, yeah. Okay. And then he got into a Moxley, but then like somebody attacked Moxley and he kinda like backed out of the ring, but he was still talking to the mic, like, you know, being funny as he backed out of the ring. And he, uh, like, kind of got out, and then the match started. Yeah, it was weird. That's funny. It's funny that you yeah. remember that. I. It's funnier that I was at it, and I don't. Ha- I have zero recollection of it at all. I just. The, I have. Yeah. I have a photo. I think we bumped into all of them earlier that day at like, like Five Guys or some local burger place. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and it was so. It's a photo that we took outside afterwards. It's like, it's like me. It's uh, Daniel Bryan. It's uh, Seth Rollins. It's I guess it was, I guess it was Moxley and like Jimmy Jacobs, yeah. and it was like all of them, Probably, yeah, all of them right. way before WWE. Uh, you right. know, I guess they were in uh, Ring of Honor or Dragon's Gate or something, but they were all in town, and the, and some of them were at that show that night. Um, I think that's where I fucking met the Bucks for the first time too. Or first and only the who the Bucks? They were like, they're oh, like, they're like yeah. they look like children uh, in the photo. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- <laughs> those shows were pretty. I mean, those shows had some pretty big star power on them back yeah. then for indie wrestling shows. All those guys are famous now, you know. Yeah, so. I, I do recall that. I'm not. I I don't remember that the show was like packed or anything when we. Well, probably not because Dragons he never they never drew anybody. Yeah, and, and something <laughs> like everyone thinks that everything's going to sell out uh, WrestleMania right. weekend, but uh, a lot of stuff doesn't. Uh, they just right. take for granted that if you you build it, they will come, and a lot of people don't end up marketing their event. You know, JB Cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was going to run like what did he have like twenty shows scheduled that weekend? <laughs> I think running like one. I think com- combined, combined there were supposed to be like twenty shows. He probably only ran ten, and uh, right. and he probably combined had about fifty people attend them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I did see that Ring of Honor is running WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. I thought they were out of business. They're they have no one under contract, apparently. Uh, and I have but they're I, doing something with impact. And I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch. Uh, impact. No, no, I don't watch Ring of Honor on TV. Uh, I mean, yeah. I see it's on every Friday, but I don't know what they're showing. If it's old stuff, uh, best ofs, yeah, what, whatever. No, no idea. No right. idea. Um, but it, no idea. but they're not filming new shows. Uh, and I don't know if they're just licensing the Ring of Honor name and the belt to do this invasion story or are these guys right, under ring right. of honor contract? Did they sign guys to do this? And are, is ring of honor paying them or is this all impact? You know what I, I mean? No idea. Yeah. Right. Right. But I started doing WrestleMania weekend and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's but, weird. Uh, it's weird. I, I, cause no one's on the contract. So right. were they just going to book a show and just see who's available. Oh, I mean, you maybe, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It could be, could be. Or they're doing something with impact and impact thing for everything. Who knows? Yeah, you know. So I don't. I yeah. didn't. I, well, I. This I, is a wrestling and football podcast. I didn't. Th- There's nothing else. Yeah, but I didn't think like Impact had that kind of money to be like just uh, doing all. I don't this. know who owns Impact. 
I think it's <laughs> I think it's the I think it's network owned, isn't it? I, listen, I'm still you know, you know in in my mind, Dixie Carter owns it still. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, it's a shame Billy Corgan didn't get a shot. Yeah. Because well, I he's doing NWA. Yeah. I, I. I. Every now and then I catch a like a a thing on a TikTok or something from NWA and I'm like, oof, oof. This is. It, it does not look good. There's nothing there that looks that makes me want to go fucking watch more, you know. And I'm actually a yeah. fan of a couple of people that are on. Right. Me too. Right. But. Yeah, well, well, not Luke anymore. Luke's gone to Australia, but uh, you right. know, and what's her name's the champ? Or I don't know if she's still a champion, but uh, uh, what's her name? The, the the girl that used to play in the Laundry Football League. What's her name? Brickhouse. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, she's Brickhouse, she's impressive, yeah. but uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never, I've never seen a clip that has made me want to go watch a show. <laughs> It's just not good. No, right. Same with me. I just it's not. I mean, it just doesn't catch my. They, they they call the guy over to the desk to cut a promo, and whoever the guy is, he's just fucking dreadful. And I'm like, oh my god, like, like what? What are we doing? Right. What are you guys doing? This is this is worse than an than a post Bobby Rogers FOW show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Well, I can uh, I can go to bed though. Uh, tonight now I, I I finally got the birthday message I was waiting for uh f- am I supposed to guess who this is from take take a guess uh, is it Billy calling you fat that, that was this morning <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Billy not only called me fat in a birthday post he also texted me and told me I was fat yeah 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 so I'm I'm saving I have a I almost sent it to you for your birthday as well, but it, I figure I'll save it for Father's Day. There's, <laughs> I have a photo of a cake that used to say Happy Father's Day on it, but it was cut in the quarters, mm-hmm. and there's only a quarter of the cake left, and it just says Ha Fat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. So I've been well, saving that for you until Father's Day. This is this is how how long this is how long some of my ribs go. Um, dedication. let me guess here. Uh, somebody that would, uh, hmm. And, oh, here, this is what makes it better. It's not, it's, it's a private message. Is it from Steve Carino? No. Oh, no. I don't know. Sometimes text, you get a, a text guy. sometimes you get a, Hey champ out of the blue. He texts me though. He texts. This is, this is a Facebook messenger. I mean, is you this? Never get it. Is this an inside one, like it's Seth Gregg or something? No, I gotta tell you. All right, I'll read you the message, and you tell me who it is. Okay, go ahead. Another happy birthday, champ! Hope you had a blast today. That doesn't narrow it down at all, champ. Another happy birthday, champ. Bruce, Bruce. Yes, my man. Yeah, Got yeah, it right. yeah, yeah. Bruce, uh, Bruce calls people champ. He calls. Uh, he calls um, Marco Champ all the time, also. So last year, last year, happy birthday, Tommy Vandal. <laughs> almost the same time as this year. Uh, it's like when this this is like when he uh, when he finally wakes up and uh, he checks Facebook for mm-hmm. the first time and uh, there's the birthday alerts. Right. <laughs> I'm glad Good I. Ca- hey man, give me some. Cre- I want some. I want some accolades here. I want some credit. I 
I think I I got that one without uh really digging too deep. I, you know, you know, you know, though, I knew you were gonna get it. Why? I knew you would get that. I just I I knew you would. I don't know why. Because you would get because I'm attentive and I would I know that he like like I know that he would call you champ. Like I'm trying to think who else would call you champ. And I'm like, well, I, just, I, I had I already guessed back in our messages. I had already guessed Carino happy Thanksgiving champ. too. Yeah, like I would happy Thanksgiving champ and right. happy, you know, Merry yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. champ. Yeah, I've seen him so. do that. Though, so I like see my powers of observation are still sharp. Like if it was yeah. like I thought like for a second, I thought maybe it would be Jensen, but that would be chief, not champ. Um, you know, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, J- Jensen, Jensen did, uh, I did get the happy birthday from her this morning as well. Um, it was, uh, a like platypus on a stripper pole and it said, it's your birthday. Enjoy. She said, Oh, it's a chicken. She said that came up when I searched chicken strips. I, I don't even know what she was searching, but that's what came up. And it's a chicken on a stripper pole. So, but why? Why would she you. be searching chicken strips for you for your birthday? Just because you're fat? It's not like you're like a notorious. Not well, like you talk about eating chicken strips all the time. So the the context before, uh, she did send me a happy birthday first this morning with a guy with a cake on his head and he's dancing. Uh. Then she said she asked me if I was doing anything special, and I said that I was actually currently walking the food court at the mall because oh. I was working. And she said, "Get Chick Fil A." She said, "Chick Fil A is calling." I said, "I hate Chick Fil A." And then she sent me the chicken strippers. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't well, even that, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where this went. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it makes sense now. I was like, "Why would someone search for chicken strips for uh, your birthday?" But yeah, all right. That's yeah. good. So anyway, I, I just sent you the stripper on a pole that's a chicken strip. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I may not, I may never look at it. Now that you've uh, you've told me about it, there's no no reason to look at it. You gotta see it. It's a gift. <laughs> dancing, it's dancing. <laughs> oh, I got you. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, you got I'm any, done with you. I got you. Not got nothing else. You what? You got another double cheeseburger to kill? No, I ate both of those, and I I honestly. This is how stealth I am today. I ate both double cheeseburgers while we did the podcast and heated up a plate of, of pasta with sausage. Listen, there was there was, like two nights ago. there was nothing stealth about it. I'll, I'll tell you that for no, sure. I, I heard you eating those burgers. Yeah, but you didn't know I heated up a whole plate of pasta. I can hear you eating it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well... I've got this fucking this lingering COVID whatever uh, cough, so I'm gonna go before. Oh, good, good for you. Good, good for you. Hey, hey, All right. Hey, good for you. Good, 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 good. Boom. All right. You know what? I hope I hope another sports team loses for you to tomorrow. Let's 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 keep the week going. Fucking, what do you got? The Knicks or something? You can root for who am I? Yeah, who, it's Knicks. Who should I fucking piss on? Right. That's the next disappointment. Well, the Knicks or Nick. Yeah. I mean, take your pick. Uh, both. Because <laughs> um, he's pissing me off tonight, too. So. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did uh, Eric, did he ever return to his shower, or is he scarred for life? Oh, no. He got the return. He got the return to the shower, and uh, in a miraculous, like, it, it must have been like a, like a Christmas miracle, he cleaned his toilet all by himself. Like a big seventeen-year-old boy, oh, so he must have, I was like, "Who cleaned the toilet?" 
I thought I thought Lexi did it. I'm like, you clean this toilet? She's like, why would I clean this toilet? Right. I was like, you cleaned your toilet? He's like, yeah. I was like, you even know how? I was like, how did you even do that without even asking? Like, you know, maybe he like Googled it. I don't know, you, but he cleaned his toilet. There's a YouTube video for everything. I He got right, tired of looking so. at your artwork in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. Oh. So. All right. Well, yeah. So, all right. I'm gonna go eat this pasta. Yeah, I, I, of course you are. All right. Goodbye. Bye, Fatso. Happy birthday. <laughs>